Welcome to the A Taste of the Culture podcast. I'm Sean McLeod, and I'm giving you A Taste of the Culture. This podcast is all about Black-owned wine and spirits. We're going to talk about the industry. We're going to talk to the owners, the legends, the trailblazers, the founders of Black-owned wine and spirits. We're going to talk about the industry as a whole. We're going to get to know these brands a little bit differently. So tune in, learn all about amazing Black-owned wine and spirits. And remember, you can subscribe to A Taste of the Culture and discover these brands for yourself. Have them shipped right to your door every quarter. Visit thetasteofthecaution.com to subscribe and get your box now. Use code TASTE for $10 off your first month. Welcome to another episode of the A Taste of the Culture podcast. I'm Sean McLeod, the founder of A Taste of the Culture. We know this podcast is all about learning more about Black-owned wine and spirits. And we also love to interview owners and founders and executives of these brands, learn more about them, learn the reasons why they started those brands and, and what makes them special. So I have a special guest with me today. I'd love to welcome Stacy Stokes, the founder of Strange Fruit Wines. Welcome, Stacy. Hi, thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Happy to have a conversation with you, uh, your brand, Another great example of a great Black-owned wine. I feel like there are so many great Black-owned wines out there. Um, you know, obviously, we, we kind of have to to get right to it and as far as, you know, your brand goes and, and why the name Strange Fruit. All right. Okay. Well, let's do it. Okay. Well, the name Strange Fruit. Why? The why behind it. Um it, I decided to call it Strange Fruit because um, as, as soon as I decided I wanted a wine for the culture, we say, I, I immediately thought of Strange Fruit because that wine, fruit, strange fruit, black folks celebrates us or represents us in some way. Now, that name, again, was immediate. However, the, the thought of having a wine, that came from being on Instagram. So one day I was at a teaching conference and I was a little off task as teachers often can be. (laughs) And I was scrolling and I saw a woman holding a bottle of white girl rosé. And I just, I thought I was kind of taken aback like white girl rosé. Wow. That's a, that's an audacious move. I mean, is that real or is it kind of sarcastic too, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, or is it a, a wedding, you know, a wedding novelty gift or a personalized bottle, customized bottle? Um, so I, I looked it up and it was uh, for sure a real company, a real wine created by the fat Jewish guy, which is the in- Instagram influencer yeah, and some yeah. of his buddies. And, you know, they, I read why they created the brand and it was, you know, because uh, they ran out of rosé in the Hamptons and they wanted to air the grievances of white women like not having enough rosé not being able to go to the Hamptons not having the perfect body or perfect hair um, and it was a light party you know it was created in, in light spirit and a fun spirit but I just thought wow they really created a brand called White Girl Rosé and um, what's it to air grievances of white women so I said you know what if they can do it so can I I want to make a black girl rosé and I want to air the grievances of black people and it kind of just morphed into 
you know, strange fruit. I, I didn't, well, Black Lives Matter Moscato, and say her name, Sweet Red Blood. I didn't make a Black Girl Rose, but I created something different. I wanted it to be, I wanted it to incorporate some form of, of protest or some form of, of spreading awareness since I used the brand Strange Fruit. And uh, the reason I thought of Strange Fruit so quickly when I thought of wine is that I had just taught the Harlem, well, not just, but the Harlem Renaissance unit coming towards the end of the school year. And I always teach the poem and song Strange Fruit during the Harlem Renaissance unit. Ah, uh, okay. And with, with that in mind, you're a teacher by day, right? Yes, so yes. I, I think, so one, I think it's amazing. Uh, I don't think anyone would have thought that, you know, the idea for a wine that's, you know, the representation of, of Black culture and a, as a protest wine would be inspired by something like White Girl Rosé. But I love that <laughs> in a way, right? Because, you know, why not? I think yeah. it's, it's something that I talk with a lot of people about, especially Black people, people of color even, like of all, of all colors in the wine and spirits business, right? Where a business dominated by, you know, by white people. And it's, you know, I, I go, I have a lot of uh, discussions with people I don't know very well, right? And they always ask, you know, about even the taste of the culture. Like, why is it only focus on black brands? And, you know, why is it discriminatory? And it's like, you know, oh, I, wow. it, it's, it's frustrating to hear it come from that side, right? Because... You know, I've worked in, in wine and spirits business for, for quite a while. You know, there's, there's people I know that are, that are black that've worked in it for years, you know, 20, 30 years. And it's a very hard business for us, right? And I think it's just something that, like many other industries, there's always going to be, there. there's always obstacles and trials and tribulations that we have. Um, but, you know, unless you experience it, you don't know, right? And that's kind of the point. It's like, you know, if, if I start rattling off, even even straight fruit wine or, or some of these other brands, you know, more than likely a white guy, a white woman, they probably heard of White Girl Rose, but they might not have heard all these all these other amazing brands like straight fruit wine or others. So it's just it's just interesting uh, to continue to have that conversation. But you know, it, you're you're an example of being able to pull inspiration out of anything. I think it's important uh, to have that representation and to, to have the audacity to do it. And that's something that you know I talk to a lot of owners about is that word i think every anyone especially black people that take on an entrepreneurial path in a business like wine and spirits have to have some audacity to them right where they're like hey you know i can do this and nothing's going to stop me well what gave you the audacity to say i could be the one just to start this wine um yeah i I guess hmm. i guess just seeing it and um, I, I definitely had a little trepidation there because of, well, not not at first, but after doing some research on the brand and other companies that use the name Strange, the, the, the phrase Strange Fruit, uh, because there was a PR firm that used it and people complained. There was even a, a, a bar, uh, there was a Black-owned bartender. The bar wasn't Black-owned, but the bartender had a drink called Strange Fruit and people complained so I knew it was going to be controversial but then again I also knew from where I got the inception the white girl rosé and if anybody has a problem with strange fruit wines or wine or anything the strange fruit collection then they should have a problem with white girl rosé and Mm. I don't think you know and if there were a problem with white girl rosé no one ever said it and if they did say it it didn't change the it didn't 
it didn't change the mind of the that Jewish guy and and any of his friends. They still didn't. So I didn't want to let it, you know, deter me from creating something. Um, and it's just so. And and like you said, we get somebody will say, "Oh, that's discrimination," or "No, it's not discrimination. It, it can't be discrimination when <laughs> only you know black-owned wineries and are." Black-owned winemakers and brand owners. We are now. I don't know how accurate, but it's like back. What is it? 2019. And even if you look it up now and through the quick, quick Google, we are one percent of all U.S. wineries. You know, right, so one percent. Right. So for anyone to complain about the taste of culture, a black-owned company or show or anything trying to highlight blacks in the wine industry, one percent. And that, but I get why us being one more than 1% would make some people mad, you know, but I don't see why it would make <laughs> us mad, you know? You're, you're but, right, you're right, um, you're right. Yeah, and that, I mean, it's, it's, it's frustrating, right? But I, mm-hmm. I think it's important that you that you decided to do that. And with, with that in mind, I don't think I asked you this before, you know, what year did you, did you get started? So that was July 3rd, 2017. I, I always, the conference is that, that I was attending, um, it's always around the, it's always the week of the 4th of July. So that, and then I incorporated in April, 2018. Okay. Oh, so happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah. Oh gosh. Wow. (laughs) I've been so busy working. I didn't even realize. Time time flies when you're building a brand. (laughs) Um, Yes. Now then with all the production and just the design of, the creation of the brand, the bottles and everything. I did not get my first product until December 2020. So it, okay. so this December in about six, well, six, seven, like eight months, it will be two years. So I've been around, the, I've, I've had my bottles for about a year and six months. No, a year and can't do it you're fine you're fine I, I think that's an important breakdown though because though you had the audacity to do it and you know you weren't deterred and you weren't intimidated I think it's, it's something that you know even I am in, part, in points in my life you know when I was just a sales rep or whatever other titles I've had I've had a lot of different titles over the years it seems like an intimidating type of business right where Mad Men was one of my favorite shows growing up and you know you think about people in the 50s like drinking all times a day you know those are the, like you know for whatever reason in America especially in your head you have the idea that these are the people that kind of make all these decisions in this, in this business but you know kudos to you for for doing it and your example shows that it doesn't happen overnight there were a lot of steps that had to happen steps on top of steps and it took you those years to get things together to be where you are now. Now, obviously, I know you're, you're probably not where you want to be, but you know, from where you started, you've definitely made considerable, considerable, considerable progress. Excuse me, and you know, you're, you're building something, which is which is amazing. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. But I and, and what you're doing is amazing too. And uh, again, the more we point out and remind people, thank you, you know, blacks in the wine industry blacks in every industry matter it's just, we shouldn't it, there in a perfect world we shouldn't have to have those oh, reminders or hashtags or anything separate but what we do because of you know <laughs> we already know why 
it, yeah i mean that's I, I literally have every time i have that conversation that's what i say i was like you know i wish i didn't wouldn't have to have, start a business like this in a perfect world we wouldn't need it right and you know i definitely always want to give a lot of props to some larger companies that are doing things you know a company like reserve bar which was was in a, in a small way an inspiration for what i'm doing even though i kind of became aware of it afterward but like you know they have initiatives where they're you know really making efforts and, and giving black owned brands opportunities but it, it's different when it's something that's for us by us right to, to you know fugu right it's important and it's different like there's so many positions and and parts of the it's business a 70 that we're billion in. dollar there's plenty of space for everybody exactly you know the one <laughs> yeah billion, i mean I've, and it's I, not fair for us for any one group of people to only right say what? Oh, it's just it's so <laughs> when you low. say it out loud it sounds even crazier right mm-hmm. and it's like you know I, being a veteran of the industry i read a lot of trade magazines and I, I stay up on the news right and it always used to frustrate me once i learned about all these brands and it still frustrates frustrates me today where i'm reading a market watch or a bevnet or some of these other uh, industry trade magazines and publications and they don't really highlight anything th- that we're doing right and it's you know again I, I hate to pick on I feel like I pick on Kendall Jenner every time I have these conversations or any celebrity right there are a lot of celebrities that are getting into it for the bag and why not right like it's, this is a profitable business uh, you know it, I would do it if, if I was in that position right but I think there's a way to go about it and you know the frustration comes when you see a, a tequila like 818, you know, it comes out and, then, and two weeks later it has like national distribution and then it's everywhere and it's like, oh damn, like, you know, I know people that have been, you know, you, it took you, you know, it took you four years to get things together to where you are. I know people that it took six, seven years, eight, and you know, they still don't have national distribution, right? So it's just, it's frustrating to see stuff like that. I mean, it's but, very frustrating and it's just that along with other frustrations is sadly the way of this of this capitalist capitalism you know capitalist nation I mean think of you know I was just having a discussion with someone or I don't don't know if you can call it yeah a discussion um about the and I don't even really want to I I don't know her real name actually I'm gonna call her exactly what she is the cash me outside girl and she doesn't like (laughs) when people call her that you had a conversation with her? Okay. <laughs> no, not with her. About her. About her. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, I don't even know. That. Someone <laughs> said that she made, you know, like 50-something million off of OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, they I asked me, that. did I know who she was? Because they said her name. And I was like, no, I don't know who you're talking about. Then they said, cash me outside. Girl. I said, oh, yeah, the girl, from that, the, the ignorant little whatever girl. So, <laughs> so you know, she makes 50 billion off of, or 50 million off of OnlyFans. And she, she's buying all these homes. So, like, oh, yeah, she... And, these million dollar homes and you know she's making some smart financial moves but it's like I, I there's this book called the art of um no the war of art and it talks mm-hmm. about resistance and why it is so easy to execute you know things or initiatives or move that don't require resist that don't um, you know, that don't have resistance. Basically, anything mm-hmm. that's anything that's easy, anything that you know, sex is easy. Only fans that eat to me, you know, it's, it's easy. So it's not going to. You're not going to wake up in the morning and and, and resistance isn't going to be that powerful force pushing you away. So I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
she, she took the easy. I mean, oh. and, you know, it's 2022, right? And you de- you definitely don't want to. Like, I, I think we're we're in we're, we're in one of the best of times, right? Or even even us, right? Like, I know without technology the way it is now, I wouldn't be able to start a taste of the culture, right? Where the wine experience business has taken a, a transition really fast because of COVID, obviously, uh, into a more direct to consumer e-commerce space, right? But that's one thing, but it's another thing, like you're saying, to kind of take that easy way out uh, and, and, you know, just kind of do it because it's there. Um, but, you know, again, that's that's why I, I, I give you kudos for for even for starting Strange Fruit Wine and, and giving it, the, you know, kind of putting it in the direction that you did, right? Because even you being inspired by White Girl Rosé, you could have done anything with that brand, uh, but you decided to put an initiative behind it. So, you know, I, I think that's really important. And I'm sure, you know, your background as an educator was, was a big part of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think there just needs to be initiative behind everything that people, everything someone does. Otherwise, if it's just for financial gain, I mean, really, we're, if what we do is just for financial gain, then we're all just a member subscribing to OnlyFans, you know? And if we're <laughs> only only purchasing something just to be, to, to ride a wave or to, you know, for immediate gratification, then it's just, again, we're all, we can call the whole world just they walk around with a subscribe button on our on our bodies yeah, but we're more, we're more than that and when you and, and when you look at a, a lot of the great artifacts or people or pamphlets or the the greatness that's still around or that's studied today you know it they it had a purpose behind it now no some of those people most of those people were not rich even they didn't profit at all you know Thomas mm-hmm. Paine wouldn't even sell his pamphlet didn't want to dime for his work. Many people didn't profit when they were alive, but their work was so revolutionary and, and timeless that it's around forever. So, yeah, it's kind of going to be the opposite. You know, yeah, these people are going to profit a lot, but their content will not be around forever. <laughs> no, it's a good point. And it's, you know, I, I think our generation, uh, you know, it's it's important. I mean, as a marketer, and I'm you know I work in marketing in, in a different industry full time now, and I went to school for it. So this is, this is a common discussion, right, of our generation, and even the next generation, even more so, is is having that purpose, right? And it's a, a really big topic of discussion for brands these days, which is hard to believe because you do have something like OnlyFans being so popular, but people really do want to support brands and, and companies that are about something right and it's not even yeah, just do. like do. 20 yeah i mean 2020 was a perfect example of that now you know too, most of it was too late right and it's still a lot of work to do right but there really there was that push to support black owned brands at that time there is and, uh, and which i was great um, oh, i'm sorry my phone cut. hello oh go ahead i'm sorry yeah, I'm, I'm here yeah no you're fine no there's definitely a, a push and um I just uh, vended um, or poured at the DC Wine Fest, which had nice. thousands of people. I mean, it was just, there were a lot of people from 12 until 10. We had three three-hour sessions with 30-minute breaks in between. Wow. And people were just, people of all color, like all backgrounds were so excited that I kind of, you know, that I combined 
the revolution with wine and that I had a purpose behind the wine and that the wine was good. You know, it's not just, oh, like you said, it's not just a celebrity (laughs) creating a wine that is subpar. I I had to create some. To me, I feel like I had to create something that was good because otherwise, why do it? And what would I represent it? If I'm representing us, you know, I know that we're we're, we're already judged you know 10 times more than anyone else oh so yeah i want it to be something good something quality something real you know real wine not a sweet wine because not, not that there's i have anything against sweet wine but i know that typically that's what the wine industry markets to african-americans because that's what True. we tend to drink so you know i wanted to i wanted to Know, level up the fit like no we can drink we can drink medium dry too we just have to be introduced to it our palate has to get there just like smoking the cigar we might start off with the Tatiana but we're going to make it to a Rocky Patel or you know a Cohiba oh, I love that analogy and I yeah I, I think you bring up a good point right where it's I mean there's a couple big things you brought up I think one congratulations for for the the, the, the wine culture fest that's what was it called? DC Wine Fest. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, amazing. I think that's one of the good things, right? Is at its essence, right? Brands like Strange Fruit and other essentially craft brands, right? And the story is is what people are into. So that's what people want. Like they want to be able to learn about why you started it, and they'll become closer to it. It's like, all right, I can. If I can't relate to this, I want to. Or if I can relate to this, it's great. And you know, people love to get close to brands that they can have some type of relation with so i think that's that's awesome um there's a saying in the business you know about the juice right and it's important that your wine tastes good i, w- I was going to get into that uh to talk about your wine that's the two wine labels you have now and kind of get into why you chose them you, you did kind of allude to it already but kind of why you chose them and what that process has been like okay well i chose the moscato the black lives matter moscato i chose the name um, because I wanted to, again to it to be some form of protest or spreading awareness, just just like the song, you know. Um, right. And I'm I'm so happy that Lee Daniels made that movie. It, it, I think the movie was 2021. Came out in 2021. Oh yes, yes. Uh, with um, the, what's her name now? Oh, was it and something Day? Andrea Day. I don't Audra, know Audra Day. Audra yeah, Day. Andrea Day yeah. Very good movie. Very good movie. Oh man. And. I, I just loved it because, you know, in 2018, when I decided to, to, to create this wine, um, I got a lot of, like you said, the same way people, especially even, even black people, they're like, well, why are you going to use that name? You know, some people aren't going to like it. White people won't buy it. And I'm like, what, what white person <laughs> wouldn't buy it because of the name? I don't, to me, I'm like, you should make them want to buy it more. It's progressive. Like, it, it, there are a lot of progressive people. Um, but... Yeah, well, if they don't want to buy it, then they don't. <laughs> However, oh well. Um, but so uh, back to let's see. So yeah, so I I just wanted to choose. Well, okay, I'm glad he made the movie because he just highlighted the power of the song. And if Billy Holiday would have said, "Oh, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sing that. I'm gonna let the National Guard win. I'm gonna let the government win." She would have been alive to today she would have been alive, right. alive a lot longer she would have had way more money right. you know so there's just some things that we sacrifice for purpose and um i just wanted to do that but I, I chose that hashtag i felt like black lives matter and say her name 
um, envelop the most mark, uh, the, the most of our fallen soldiers, you know, the uh, people that have, have died at the hands of injustice. Um, and of course, I wish I could use every hashtag of first, you know, for racial inequity or some form of police brutality or just something. But I just thought that those two um, represented the most at the time when I could only pick two because I was starting off with two bridles. And I wanted a, a Moscato that wasn't sweet because you know, I didn't favor sweet wine and I wanted it to be unisex. I wanted it to not it to not have a, a lot of residual sugar. Okay. And uh, just and I wanted it to be a, a conversation piece, a dinner piece that you know, could put on the table and and talk about, even if or just look at. You know, even if it's, it, anything can be used for a platform for protest. A skateboard, riding Black Lives Matter on a skateboard. I see it all the time. I see Black Lives Matter like when I walk in in major it, everywhere. I just saw. I see it a lot in D.C. It's people paint it everywhere, and mm-hmm. you know, you can use us not just again not just music music isn't the only way to you know protest a poem isn't not just something written art and that's what it should be you close anything people can see so i wanted to use the name you know i wanted the names of the wine um, and not every name of every wine will you know will have a, a a hashtag but to start out with definitely just to create a buzz and just to you know just to hold something, again, to hold something I can say, I understand this story, I relate to this story, just like, you know, young ladies will relate to the white girl Rose. Very well put, very well put. You're, you're right, I think. And with regards to the two, the two labels, I mean, the two varietals you have now, I mean, it's the conversation started, right? Where you have those two, the conversations will continue about everything right once you start there right and that's I, I think you're right you don't have to continue to do that over time like you can you can do it any way you want and you're, you're exactly right i mean there's no right way to express anything and to protest i mean there's so many ways to do it and this is this is one way it's a unique way and i think it's you know as, as we move forward in the world this is how things will, will change right where you can you know do something like it's amazing right you know 20 years ago it'll have been a lot harder to do something like yeah. start a wine, but you know now resources are there. <laughs> They're not what they need to be, but things are stepping in the right direction. And you know, you starting your brand will hopefully inspire other people to do the same and show them that yeah, it's and not I've, as hard as they thought lot, it was. I've seen a lot of brands erect just after you know after my not because of my but after my like now that I pay attention and I look at you know when the the brands that's um, you know when they started. I'm like, wow, a lot of them are starting up. And I think wineries are opening up, pri- opening up. They're doing more private labels. They're, they're allowing, yep. I don't want to say allow, but they're, they're allowing us in the, if, if, if they have to, you know, you can't just say no. If, if you're allowing someone else to do it, we just have to, once we see someone doing it, we're like, oh, you know what? I could do that too. Let me you, let me be creative, you, you know, in, in my way. Let me create something and put it on this earth. Um, and I, I just feel like the, the two wines even say her name. You know, I wanted to create a blend that was also medium dry, something different, something look at um, a, a dinner wine, not not sweet, not too, uh, but not too sweet. It, 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 if you like bone dry, it's sweeter than bone dry. So okay, um, which I like bone dry, and I, I wanted that's why I call it call it sweet, even though it's not sweet. So I probably <laughs> will rebrand that one. Um, but I wanted you know something. 
that had some substance, some quality, some some real wine, so people can talk. So not only talk about the hashtag, but talk about the wine. You know? For sure, and and wine something you tend to have conversations over. Yes. So you know it all works. Oh yeah, they'll talk about the aroma. They talk about it. I mean to to hear. Just to watch it like one time, I, I told myself I want to get a tripod and just set it up behind me when I vent because money can't buy the different reactions to each wine. Everyone's palate is so different that it's just I wish I can have reactions. I really do. It's it's so fun. It's it's amazing, um, and no, I, I love it. And not only do not only did I use you know make these names and create the brand because I. You know, people say, "Oh, well, you're using the name." No, I'm, I'm, I'm not using the name. Not. Do you know how many people I meet that don't know what Strange Fruit? Uh, yeah. So by I them mean, looking at the label, or by them talking, or you know, when they ask me, "Oh, here's a chance for them to learn about the history," and then not only are they learning about Billy Holiday and the history, and you know, the fact that it, it people think they don't even know it was a poem before it was a song, and it was a written by a Jewish man. Abel Merkel, and he was a school teacher. He actually taught English, just like I taught. He, he was a member of the union, and he was tired of racism, so he made a poem. And he was tired of lynching, and he was tired of slavery. You know, well, it, <laughs> I know, at I know that time it was yeah. slavery, but it still was there. And so I'm tired of injustice, so I made a wine. You know, it, we can all do this, but a lot of people didn't know. So, and then it gets you to not just talk about the poem, but then the, the photograph the lynching of Thomas Ships and Abram Smith that inspired the poem, then song. And then how, you know, you can even relate it to the Black Panther and how that was pretty much attacked by the, the government, the FBI. So mm-hmm. it's a conversation piece and it's not just, oh, I want people to, I want to benefit off of the name. No, we're, I want to spread awareness and if people don't know about Strange Fruit, they need to know about Strange Fruit and not the wine, Strange Fruit. <laughs> No, you're, you're exactly right. And I, again, you know, that, that educational background is serving you more ways than one, I'm sure. I mean, with that part of it, but I'm sure you're able to, and you talked earlier about, you know, changing people's perception of, of wine and, and not just having sweet wine and, and kind of expanding your palate. So talk to me there about, you know, as an educator, you know, how that made a difference for you when it comes to, you know, your two varietals now and where you might end up going in the future. Well, I definitely, uh, when I was sitting at the conference, you know, I, and I was thinking of creating a brand, I was like, well, you know, can I do this? Is this something that's going to make sense? Because, you know, we're, we're, we're a very innovative people, so we always get ideas. <laughs> it and has thought, to be. <laughs> right. And I've done a lot of things that just took up a lot of time and, you know, and more <laughs> like a hobby. And that's okay. Because, you know, it's, it's, it was, it's fun. But some things just, you know, didn't make financial sense or just didn't, you know, it just wasn't something that was really that purposeful to me. Like something, something that I could say, something that I could say I could donate my time to and it, and it would be worth it, even if it, were, it weren't a bunch of financial gain. So I just thought, wow, it's something that really, is, it, it synthesizes three things that I love and that's education advocacy and wine and you know drinking with people until and I can't really say socializing I'm not a kind of a I'm an introvert but um with my friends and people I know of course are people who 
want to have conversations about, you know, especially about activism, then it, mm. you know, I, I love that. So it was something, I definitely thought of the education piece because I looked up information about African Americans in the wine industry on the same day. And I just thought, oh my gosh, I did like 1%. And, and at that time it was still 1%. It was, it was, one percent. I'm sure it's. I mean, it might have increased, but you know, it's not like it's ten percent now. It's still closer to one than it is to ten. Yes, and then depends on what part of the industry. So it's so confusing. Um, but our, but then I noticed our our, our black our black buying power. You know, it mm-hmm. is what projected to reach at that time. I was doing this study, so I remember reading was like 1.2 trillion. But that was back in 2015 that it was supposed to reach that. So I'm yeah, sure it's, it's over two now. now. Like 1.4. <laughs> I, th- I think it's I think it's 2.4 now. Oh, 2. Point, wow. Mm-hmm. So like, wow. So so we have this one 2.4 trillion spending power of African American, but it's like, uh, why aren't we benefiting from it? It's like it's mm-hmm. they the one the, are that dollar stays in our community the least out of every single community and i know that's less than what six minutes six hours six hours it's, it's horrible <laughs> and um, you know when it's when you say it out loud like and, and, you know you're, you're right i mean these things I've, I've looked up to and one of the reasons why i started my business is, is to keep that money circulating so you're right i mean it's it, your straight through wines serve so many purposes right because not only like we haven't even gotten to something I, I definitely always want to talk about is you know all the other ways that we can make an impact in the business right and it's you know when you start a wine brand when you get it to where you want it to go like it's not just going to be you like i'm you know i don't want to assume but more than likely i can probably assume it's, it's probably just you or maybe you know you and some family or friends that are a part of the brand now but one day you know you, you grow and you can hopefully hire people and then there's so many different jobs in the industry that we're not a part of whether it's oh yeah you know we're we're, we're the marketers typically right and you know diddy and rick ross recently and all these people are snoop dogg are, are examples and now and kudos to snoop for having his own brand now that he owns and, and diddy who you know he has his ownership in, in daily own and things are changing in that regard but i mean we're typically the marketers of these brands and you know as was i at a, at a point but you know, in the wine, especially like there's opportunities everywhere from growing the grapes to cultivating the mm-hmm. land and everything in between that, you know, we're not really a part of. So, I mean, yeah. that's and create you know, the barrels, the equipment and everything, you know, everything. Yeah. Everything involved. In yeah. We can hide. That's that's the whole point of putting someone of putting us in those positions, just like I mentioned before, um, just like, you know, when Shirley Chisholm decided, you know, when she as congresswoman she employed women only because they were a minority still are and right. you know in in politics so to yeah it's just opportunities from in all areas of the spectrum of the wine industry and all the air and all the industries that relate to the wine industry so much i mean i'm not we're not even scratching the surface <laughs> but that's the great thing i mean i think again you know Everybody has a role, and you know. I think people, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't be where I am without the work I've done for for brands, and I learned a lot from it. Um, and you know, people that do that now, everybody has that role, and I think it's important to remember that and to point that out. Like I'm, everything I do, and 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 this platform is never to you know talk down 
about any other brands, but it's all about, you know, highlighting, you know, what's going on here. So, I mean, think of the cigar industry, right? Go back 20 years, mm-hmm. 10 years, <laughs> maybe yeah, five ten, years. Yeah. How many black people did you see in the cigar industry? Now that, but now that we have taken, a, you know, taken a hold of it, like you have tons of black brands. You have black cigar festivals, black cigar weekends across the nation. How many people, you know, is that affecting? And then you have people, you know, well-to-do, upwardly mobile, African-Americans, you know, just traveling. Because when you visit these festivals, you see a a lot of the same people. They really are supportive and good people that are able to sit down and learn so much in about cigars and like if what I'm saying is people complain used to complain or you know still do black black folks are always getting into trouble black folks they're criminals black folks are only you know in the clubs doing this they're only selling drugs they're only no we when we have the opportunity to do something different why would you know what I don't, we're always vilified and mm-hmm. it's just so ridiculous because we were only, when you're pushed, kind of like we were talking about only fan, or, or, or certain industries, when, it's not by accident that people are make it big by, you know, doing certain things. They're allowed to do that because, you know, they're selected because they're not going to make a huge impact in the world. So we're allowed to be in certain areas and do certain things and cause problems because that's just going to get us what, locked up. But, you know, now give us the avenue, cigars, wine, clothes, mu- music, uh, education, just a book, becoming authors, creating right. you know, stuff. It's just another way. And I always think of that when you, because I you said that we could... You know, it's just me now, but in the future, we'll be, you know, definitely employing others. Just how much the cigar industry and how fast. And when I go to these events and see how many businesses, crazy. Yeah. you know, from truck drivers driving people's, you know, uh, products. And it's just, it's just amazing how, and, and I can say that, you know, we, when you're black, we, we, we do look out for each other. We look out for everyone. You know, we all need each other. But we, because we know that that struggle, we know what we have to go through. Um, I think I've definitely had so many people, you know, try to help me out, um, and I just I appreciate it. No, for for sure. I mean, again, you know, I, I think for me, and you know, I'm sure you had this in mind when you started your business. Like, my thought was, if we don't support each other, who will? Right? right. It's not even about blindly supporting like again Mm -hmm. you know the product has to be good i think as black people like and i've 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 had many these conversations and i just just as an aggregate right and and having had conversations with many black wine and spirit owners and and founders it's amazing the amount of creativity that we're forced to have right to just get that breakthrough like there's so many like from from what type of spirit it is or wine it is to the labels or the names or, or anything that's part of the process, right? You have to do so much more to get noticed. And it just, it, it, it really makes what we do like that much. And I mean, cool is like the word, it's such an overused word, but I mean, that's kind of what it's about, right? And that's why hip hop is the biggest music genre there is now, right? 
you know, we, we we tend to we're cool. Like we the things that we do are cool, and the rest of the world is, is all about that, right? And you know, yeah. I, I think you know we'll get to that point hopefully. Uh, you know, and I mean that's why we've been we were chosen, like you mentioned earlier, to market these brands, right? But we you know we're starting to realize that it's time for us to own, and you know mm-hmm. you don't have to to just you know go out and market, but you know owning is is, is that next step that's huge. And it's about the whole ecosystem and us, the people. And all people, you know, not just, not just that select few, how you were saying. It's just so, again, because that's, that's selected, you know. Okay, well, we can, we can let these, this group of, of people profit because, you know, what do they say? That the $40 million slave, they're chosen. They're still slaves. But they're, you know, they, they make $40 million, but that $40 million isn't circulating to the black community. It's not, it's not growing the black race. It's for, for this nation to have so many rich black people, it, why are we still 17, you know, why is our net worth still 17 times less than that of a white person? Yeah. That's, you know, that's, because that's the, the money's not allocated. It's, you know, well, I don't know. It's just so strategic. We're, we're not keeping it in the community. I mean, yeah. and, I, and that's something for me, like, when I started the business, like, you know, it, it made me more, like, I already, I always thought I was pretty conscious, right? But I realized that I, though I was, like, it was so much more I could do, right? And even even down to when it came to a business bank account, right? Like, I made sure that I used the Black-owned bank. Um, I used United Bank of Philly. Shout out to them. Like, it, it was important for me to do that. Um, and every, everything I do, like when it comes to having conversations about potential investment or just anything like uh, retail stores, when I was, you know, figuring out how to get products to people like that, was, like all of those things were, were important to me. Right. And it's, it's just about building that, that, that the economics of it. Like that's, you know, what you talked about. That's what's, but that's the thing. It's like, it takes the culture. It's great. Like my background is, is, is in marketing. It's in wine and spirits. But it's, you know, it's just a culture as a company. It has a deeper meaning because it's all, you know, it's really about like, all right, you know, this is a vehicle to grow you know, economic power for black people. Like having that $2 trillion of buying power, all the money that, you know, and I, you know, hey, I, I marketed it. I sold Hennessy and, and all these other brands, right? And they're great and it's amazing. And I, I don't, I wouldn't trade any of that experience for the world. But if we as a community decided to, to shift five, 10, 15, 20% of that spending to black owned brands, it would just make such a huge difference. And, and spread it out among us, you know, not just, yes. not just to rock, you know, like, exactly. you're not gonna have anything again, but it's like, we're just giving, we're just giving money to, we are just being only fans. Like to just, <laughs> no, us you, 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 feeling. It's like, ex- why, exactly. what are we doing? Is this insanity? We work well, so I mean, hard for our money, like, yeah, I mean, you know, awareness is a part of it. Again, that was that was definitely what it was for me, right? Again, you know, when I learned about, I have a list now, of, you know, of over two hundred wine and spirits that are black owned, right? And I, I didn't know, like, it's just it's awareness, right? So, that, and that's that's part of the mission that I've decided to take up. It's like, all right, you know, that that's the first barrier, right? Awareness is the first barrier. Then when you knock down that barrier. The next barrier is comfort, right? People are so comfortable, you know, buying the, the fifth of Henny or, you know, Patron or whatever else they're buying. Um, and you, you kind of have to change people's habits. Like, yeah. and that's the thing is like, once you get through, like there's, 
I, if I put Solero tequila or tequila with friends next to Patron and, and give you a brine taste test, you'll probably say one of them is better. Like if I if I pull oh, out absolutely. you know strange fruit red blend or I put out like Costco's uh, <laughs> and Costco wine smells like crazy. And I pull those out, and more than likely, you know, you taste the strange fruit red, sweet red blend. It'll probably taste better. Like it's just get, having people to, get, getting them to to take that chance is the other one, right? And it, it's it's frustrating, like to talk about it in this way and to know that the power is there. Um, but you know, hey, that's that's what that's what's why we're here. <laughs> uh, it's just for that reason. And to have more people, like you said, to have us in more areas, like you know, the dis- distributors and and the yep. reason we have to be everywhere. We, you know, we can't just be the the rappers or the musicians. You know, we got to be the producers, the record label owners, the media owners. The ones that put the rappers in place, or because you know it's everything. You have to be the everything. YouTube platforms, right, right, right. And, and that's the thing. Like, I think I, um, I when I spoke to you before, I mentioned um, that you know I was in when I was in Orlando. Or maybe I, did, I don't know. I talk all day, uh, but <laughs> you know that we're so creative. There's a it's similar to to Eventbrite, but it's called Mile, and it's a black mm. owned a black owned app where just, just like Eventbrite is free, you know, for, for people creating events, but on the app, you can book your Lyft or Uber right through the app. It's so neat. And, you know, just again, being around, being in a community that, you know, that, that embraces black entrepreneurs, you meet so many. And then, so then now, anybody that's having an event okay let's use this black owned app instead of event right and why not you know why why exactly exactly yeah i mean shout out to event noir that's another one i know of and i'm sure there are others i mean you're you're exactly right i mean i'm definitely gonna look them up uh how how do you spell that m-i-l-e oh m-y-l-e all right yeah there's one called event noir yeah there's one called event noir uh, similar idea, uh, and I, again, I think you know why not? I mean, we, we need to. It's important, right? If, if we again, if we don't take advantage and utilize these resources, then who who will? Like, it has to start somewhere. Um, so I'm I'm all about that. Uh, and speaking of resources and, and things of that nature, um, I'm you mentioned before kind of your story and your journey to. To getting your line, your wine actually launched in 2020. Uh, so, talk to me about some of the. I'm sure you had some, some challenges, but also some great achievements uh, in, in your, you know, four years plus of, of Strange Fruit. Um, well, since the, since like having the wine, I, I would say is when most of the, well, the the hurdles definitely coming up with the brand and waiting for the, like the two year, almost. Um, for or over a year, possibly. I have to go back and look at the uh, my spreadsheets. But for the approval from Colas, I mean, I think it took definitely longer than other brands because of the name. Mm. Um, and then also COVID hit right in the middle, so it was kind of like, oh, great. Um, but just right now, I would say that the hardest part is getting distribution, getting getting in stores. You know, you, like you said, okay, these tequilas come out by these celebrities and wine. <laughs> And they just mm-hmm. get distribution. It's like how, how you know it. It's always 
who you know or who wants to jump on bandwagons. But, you know, it's, um, I don't want to say jump on bandwagons, but it's, it, they know that people will buy it because it's celebrity endorsed. Um, but that, that's, the, that's a very challenging part is finding um, a distributor and, and getting into stores to make a profit because a lot of it is just, it, it's not easy. And, and shipping, I think shipping is a huge barrier in, in the industry because it's so it's, it's so expensive people you know I can send them I can sell to almost every state online but people don't want to pay shipping so they want to go in stores and buy it but how how to get in every store and then the legislation I mean getting into store it's you have to have permits and in, in every yeah. state and, and licensing the licensing is different in every state you have to pay fees and they make it impossible it's it's insane and why I mean, I, what I've learned for a state like Delaware, um, for instance, you can't ship to Delaware, right? So, but why? The Teamsters. The Teamsters, which is the absolute yep. political power, they want to, they do all the shipping for the, I guess, the distributors or something. I don't know. I'd have to, I have to look more into it. I just. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. I, I, know what you, I know what you're getting at. I mean, you know, it's, unfortunately, all these archaic, laws because everybody wants their cut you know people don't want to give up the piece of the pie that they've had for you know at this point hundreds or so yeah it's, it sucks i mean and that becomes you know in a way it's a racial barrier too right mm-hmm. like, you know and everybody hates when you make things racy but i mean if you have to spend you know all types of capital and, and pay all these fees then you know where do you get those resources from we don't you know it's, it's no secret we don't have that just generationally right so it's you know it's it's it sucks i mean yeah i mean and again you know for for me and my business i I deal with it a lot and just learning and and being aware of of the differences in each state and and what works where it's crazy um and you know i will say that things have moved in the right direction very slowly because of covid i think they realized that there's no money there was no money to make and they didn't you know cave a little bit but it's like nowhere near where it, it could be it's 2022 i mean we got people forcing self-driving cars but you can't ship it to delaware like this doesn't make sense like <laughs> yeah why why in some there just needs to be a federal like just a process where it's just done federally and people submit the federal like it, it's it really doesn't make sense and and it it's we all know why like you said it's archaic it's just so everyone yeah. can have a you know especially the three tier systems it, it's and to, okay yeah so it keeps some people occupied I mean you know employed but they don't look like us right 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 and I mean there's there's other ways to go about it like I mean I, I, you're right I'm, I'm sure that's, that's a part of it right like you know again and I'm not a politician and you know I don't think I want to be the way things are going these days but you know it's, it's that's what it's about it's like kind of people making sure that they have their spot but you know there's a way to do it that everybody could eat as they say um but you know for whatever reason they don't want to move in that direction <laughs> hey i think what's great is you know you're you'll push on you'll persevere as will i you've been growing your brand thus far which is amazing to see uh and how have you been able to balance uh your your full-time role as an educator, your personal life, and your business. I think that's something that I always want to talk to people about. Being an entrepreneur is hard. I mean, I'm a one-man show as well, or, you know, one-man, one-woman show, whatever you want to say. 
uh, as, as, as you are one woman show at the moment. Um, I'm married. I have a kid. I work full time as well. So I know for me, you know, it's crazy. So I haven't been able to balance that. Um, I'm still learning, and I, I, I again, when I first more the the, the journey in the beginning um, was during COVID, so I had a little more time to come up with some of the ideas and, and sit and uh, you know just even even vending last year was much easier than this year because now I have to just vend on the weekends or you know uh, do do things at night uh, last year we were off on Wednesdays and there weren't as many kids in the classroom so I was just it, it was easier and I can't say I've learned how to balance it but I just I just kind of go off of it, not just adrenaline, but it's just, I, I have to, it's my brand. I can't let it, I can't let it fail. And it's, and it's something I want to do, you know, it, and, and it makes me enjoy teaching a little more because, you know, I have something else to talk about with the kids, you know, I teach high school kids. So I can, we can talk about entrepreneurship, okay. some of my experiences That's great. and, um, and just the education part of, of, of the industry. I mean, no, they can't drink wine at all, but they I mean, just talking to them, some of them know about fermentation processes, you know, and, and chemicals and how it affects their diet and, and just all types of stuff. So it's, it's fun. And, um, you know, I don't have children and I'm not married. And I think that it may make it easier, may make it harder. I don't know, but it's, it gives me a little more time. Now, I, I used to have two dogs. They both passed. And I can say with the dogs, it was, it was harder because I had to find a dog sitter for when I bend it and. And it was definitely harder. Um, my last baby passed away in July, and since then, it it feels it just feels weird being able to to move and not get a dog sitter. So um, sorry for your loss. Thank you. Oh, so yeah, I can say it's it's just a challenge, and you have to de- uh, prioritize. And sometimes, you know, you just have to. Like last night after these, there there was an event on the water, cigar event, on um, and you know afterwards people went to cigar code. I really wanted to go, but I had to go back to work this week after being off for spring break. So you know you just have to have that discipline, and you go home. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And you, and you set up your work. schedule in the morning. You know you you write down your thing. You know sometimes I, I in the morning I'll write down the things I must do because there's usually about three two to three items I must do that day and then there are some things that I need to do so you just you prioritize and you sit with your I've learned to prioritize and sit with myself in the morning a little bit even when it when I get to work usually um uh, because I'll have some time to to sit and so you can balance it forces you to use it's like having a little bit of toothpaste left in that like you you use every little you don't when you don't have it when it's full you just think you have the most toothpaste left in the world and you waste it but when you only have a little bit left in that tube you use every moment to it i mean every you don't waste any time and and i don't like at work i just i if i'm during on my planning period i'm either planning or for you know teaching or if I have to make appointments I utilize every time there's no resting there's no calling friends and just talking love that and I, I love what you, what you do is, is what I do to start the day like you I literally to-do lists are like crazy about them I have them everywhere I think that's important and 
it seems to be working for you, which is great. And I, I do the same thing. Like you, you gotta have a to do list and then prioritize them too. Like where the things that have to get done, you want to do those first, and it kind of works out. So that's that's great to hear. Yeah, that's definitely something that that I do as well. Yeah, and it takes just a little bit of discipline. And I'm and I'm getting better at not being a perfectionist. You know, sometimes that's hard to you know you know you be a perfectionist. Think okay, I have to do this for twenty minutes a day. It's a if you think about it, it's just consistency. Think of, you know, I sometimes I even think of the Invisaligners like that I wear. Um, and I think, how can these little plastic things move my teeth? You know, but mm. it's every day of wearing it the entire day. So it's just that consistency. These little plastic aligners are going to move my teeth. Like, it, it without the metal, but it's, it's consistent. You know, I don't know. I think yeah, that's a power when I think it's, about it's what, true. what you could do if you just hold on to something with tenacity every day. And again, of course, you can't do something 24 hours a day. Or, you know, we're supposed to wear them for 22 hours. But, or, you know, but, you know, just the consistency of doing something every day. Oh, I love that. I, I think that's that's a perfect analogy. I mean, it's, it's all about the progress and being better today than we were yesterday and and doing even more tomorrow. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. Well, this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you for sharing more about yourself, about Strange Food Lines, why you got into the business. I would love to talk if you're open to it about some things, anything you have coming up in the future uh, with, with Strange Food and, and where you're looking to take the brand. Oh, sure. I, uh, well, in the future, I have three new varietals. Um, I'm just waiting. Nice. Um, Production. I just I finished the labels. I have a, stri- um, a sparkling brew, sparkling rose, and sparkling peach mango. They are a little sweeter. They are eleven point five percent alcohol volume, opposed to my current ones, which are thirteen point eight alcohol volume. And you know, I just wanted to realize that I do a lot of brunch events. So okay, I was like, okay, I have my dinner pieces. I have my conversation pieces. It's, I want to make something a little lighter, just just so more people will will drink it, and um, and I can mix with mimosa. <laughs> yeah, uh, and just enjoying the summertime. I don't know. I like but I like my wine, current wines in the summertime, so I have those coming out. Um, and you know, I'm going to go ahead and speak into existence, get distribution into store, so people can purchase it and not have to go online. Um. I would love to, you know, my, I would love to be in major store, you know, to be at Target, Walmart, um, Costco, what's the, the Amazon, just trying to get where people can, where it's easily accessible to everyone, you know, not, you don't have to be the elite to, to, to purchase yeah. the wine. Um, and I definitely, my goal is to work on the education piece. So to write more blog entries, I have a blog on the website, but it only has about seven entries because I write them myself. So um, either getting an intern or just someone to write the, the entries uh, to, or to help. But I, de- I want to incorporate more of that education part where I'm teaching about wine and also current events, what's going on in the world, because that's a, that's a major part of Strange Fruit. No, that's great. Congratulations on the new varietals and, and, and where you're looking to take the brand. That's really exciting. I, I love some, some bubbles myself, so I'm, I'm all about that. Flavors sound awesome as well. I can't wait to try them. Um, I do want to 
let the cat out of the bag and announce as well that, you know, Stacey and I will be have a great partnership coming up. The next A Taste of the Culture subscription box, which ships in June and celebration of Juneteenth, will feature Strange Fruit Wine. Yes. I'm very, very excited about that. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited about that. Uh, you know, as we've talked today, we already knew, but it's great to share with you guys that, you know, our, our purposes align. And, you know, for me, I think the culture is, is very black, but, you know, I really wanted to have a focus um, and, 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 you know, really get deeper uh, when it came to Juneteenth this year and, and, you know, kind of what that's about. And, you know, featuring a, a wine like Strange Fruit, I think is a great way to continue to, to have that conversation. And there'll be some other black owned brands that'll be included. Um, so, so very exciting stuff. Again, uh, if you're here, you, you're probably aware, but, you know, feel free to check out tasteoftheculture.com, subscribe. Um, we subscribe, that box will ship out in June, free to receive by Juneteenth to be able to enjoy, you know, however you can do that, whether it's a picnic or whatever else it is, you know, some type of gathering at home. But it's been pretty cool for me to, and that's, that's kind of what, what the inspiration was, is the last couple of years, there have been picnics and all types of events. And, you know, wine, I think, is a great place, a uh, great uh, item to enjoy uh, uh, something like that. So really exciting. Thank you, uh, Stacey. I think it'll be great. Um, to, well, I to can't wait. Partner. I cannot wait to see the box. Then just to open it up and, and see how it both, like you said, how they just align the missions and I just they perfect match. <laughs> for sure, for sure. It's it very, very exciting. Um, and, you know, I, I think I'm excited for where we're going to go as, 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 as brands, as businesses, uh, to see, you know, I'm sure you, you, you do this. I, I do it pretty often to see where I've been, where I was, you know, a year ago and where I am now. It's, it's been amazing. And I'm sure, we'll, you know, we'll have this conversation again and, and we'll, we'll be able to take something similar. Oh, yes. I have to put it in that, in, the, in my calendar to make <laughs> Assess where I sure. we're going this day because, like you said, it was the anniversary almost, and I didn't even realize it. Let me take a yeah, I yeah. It, was, um, it was April 18th. All right, so yeah, you know, about a week ago. It's you know, it's it's, it's easy. I'm like, you're right. I mean, when you're when you're in it, time flies, and you're just in it, and you're, you're doing stuff, and then sometimes it is good to just take a step back. And because, I mean. Again, I'm probably not five percent of, of where I think I could be as a as a, as a company, like, as a business. But you know, it is cool. You know, I've done some cool things. I actually was just in Atlanta for an opportunity. I was in LA a couple of weeks ago. Um, you, you know, you talked about how you've traveled and been to that different events. So, you know, in 2020 and, and, and a good part of 2021, that wasn't even a possible thing for, for the brand, right? Because of what was going on. So, I think even that is, is something that you know is something to remember and. And, and really, you know, positive about and, and you know, knowing that you can take it even further. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. and that's a that's a great thing because we just learn so we learn so much, and I'm I'm excited that and it's just like I said earlier, it's just it really is fun as well as well because at at school, you know, my day job, I have to be firm, I have to be so regimented, I have to, you know, be perfect in all the four domains of teaching, of the four <laughs> domains of the brain, I feel like. With with this, it's just a, the industry are just bending, and it's wine and spirits. So it's, it's, it's though it's a lot of hard work, it's a, it's a different work, um, and it's newer to me, you know, I've been teaching since 2004, 
again, which I still love because it's different every single day. And it's, it's <laughs> definitely never a dull moment. Um, but I enjoy just being out and, and talking about not just the brand, but talking about the movements of, of you know, all of the different movements and, and meeting new people um, and seeing what the, what, what, the, what the future brings. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, Stacy, thank you again for your time. This was a great conversation. Uh, feel free to, to drop your, your website, your hashtags, your, your accounts so people can make sure they follow you and, and learn more about your brand. Oh, awesome. Thank you for reminding me. I forget about that sometimes. <laughs> uh, my website is strangefruitwines.com. And there's an S at the end of wine. So strangefruitwines.com. Um, everything is pretty much Strange Fruit Wines on, on Instagram. It's Strange Fruit Wines. Um, and also Facebook, Strange Fruit Wines. Uh, the brand is Strange Fruit Collection. So that so that's the name. You could you could look it up by either one, Strange Fruit Collection or um, or strange fruit wines, and if you reach out, oh, my email is contact at strangefruitwines.com. Or if you DM me on any of the social media platforms, you know I, I'll get the message, and you know, I'll be able to answer any questions you have. Awesome! And I'll announce once again: happy to include strange fruit wines in our Juneteenth subscription box. How to receive that box? Because you're listening today, you'll get ten dollars off your next oh, subscription, cool. which with the code. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? You stay to the end, you get something cool. <laughs> uh, enter code Taste at checkout to get ten dollars off. 